Hi, and welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. Home prices and rent prices are on the rise in San Diego. We'll talk to Phil Molnar about it right after the news. Scripps Health announced its main website is back up nearly three weeks after a ransomware attack targeted its computer systems. As of Thursday morning, the patient portal is still offline, and it's unknown whether patient data was downloaded. Electronic scooter companies in San Diego could face greater accountability for misbehaving riders and abandoned scooters under a new model the city unveiled Wednesday. The business partnership model would reduce the number of scooter companies below the six now operating in the city. City officials would choose the scooter companies in part based on how they would police their own riders and how much they would pay for the chance to operate here. For the third consecutive weekend, it will be cool, damp, and overcast throughout San Diego County. The National Weather Service says the sky could remain mostly overcast on the coast throughout the weekend. San Diego's daytime high will be 66 on Friday and Saturday and 69 on Sunday. San Diego home prices are still on the rise as are rents and tens of thousands of people expressed interest in buying a new home in a development that has only 200 units. Phil Molnar covers real estate at the UT. Uh, Phil, thank you for joining me. I wanted to first start by talking about this Three Roots housing development. Uh, you wrote a story about it this week. The headline was pretty compelling. It was, you know, why are 14,000 people interested in 200 new homes? So why is that? So we've got a real housing shortage in San Diego County. It's no secret it's been going on for a lot of years, but it got really bad during the pandemic because a lot of people weren't putting their homes on the market for sale. They were kind of worried about COVID-19, bringing it into, into their house if there's a lot of people and that kind of stuff like that. And plus, during times of crisis, people tend to sort of shelter down, you know, not want to leave their house. So we had a lot of people that decided not to put their homes on the market when they normally would have. So there's only around like 3,000 homes per month going up for sale in San Diego County. It's a place of 3.3 million people. So any new home project is going to get a lot of interest. And we're seeing that over and over throughout the county. And so this project I wrote about this week, it's called Three Roots. It's in the Sorrento Mesa Mira Mesa area. And they're only coming out with about 200 homes this year, but there's already an interest list of 14,000 people. Now you could say, well, not everybody that signs up on an interest list wants to buy, but you know, why else would you sign up on an interest list unless you're interested in buying or you are looking on behalf of someone else? So, you know, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about the development itself? It sounds interesting. It has a, a Zen theme. Yeah. <laughs> so basically the, uh, the project three roots, it's got these different things, themes going on like wisdom, wellness, all this kind of thing. So, you know, uh, they have uh, Zen, they're going to have like Zen gardens, all these walking paths. They're going to have these, these poles that are going to have like etchings of poetry in it. And one of my favorite things, which I think is kind of goofy, but kind of cool at the same time is they're going to have celestial themed playgrounds. <laughs> so what that really means is like, uh, you know, the kids will be playing in a playground that's kind of shaped like stars or space, that kind of stuff. So it's, it's kind of goofy. They have a lot of things like that to make it sort of special, 
Um, but one of the points of my article, which, you know, sort of maybe probably doesn't make the developer too happy or anything, but I don't think they really care that much. But basically, there's such a demand for housing right now. I've talked to some housing analysts that, you know, the, the, the thing was, it, to be kind of crass about it is you, you could put up like a shack and someone's going to want to buy it at this point. So maybe, you know, it wasn't always so necessary to have all these super nice things in your development, but, you know, it does kind of make it nicer for getting the approvals and getting the support of the community. Yeah, we should note that I think in your story, it said $600,000 for townhouses and, you know, millions for single family homes, you know, because that demand is there, are there other new housing projects going up in San Diego? Yeah, there are a few. Uh, the, the only problem is it's sort of the same situation where a lot of people want to buy. For instance, not too far from this project, Three Roots, there's another one called Pacific Highlands Ranch that's been going on for a while. And their latest one, it's called the uh, Siderno Collection. And that had something like 280 qualified buyers for four homes. So it's it's pretty wild because there is such a demand that developers actually have to do lottery systems to select who gets the opportunity to buy these million dollar homes. So, I mean, the market's gotten really crazy. Wow. Uh, what is the average home price now? It's been amazing over the pandemic, you know, to watch it tick up from six to 625 to 675, I think the last time we talked, but what is it now? Yeah, so every month we hit a new record, which is pretty disheartening if you're shopping for a home. But the, the latest is from March, the numbers we have was the median home price was 680,000. So it's a, been a pretty incredible jump. Uh, that's about 15.3% increase in a year. And uh, yeah, it's one of the fastest growing home markets as far as price goes in the entire nation. Well, you're talking to economists, what are they telling you? I mean, is this sustainable? Is there an end in sight? And is this a bubble? I haven't heard a lot of bubble talk, even though, you know, there's a few red flags going on. Obviously, when prices go up that much in comparison to wages and all that kind of stuff, uh, a housing economist would tell you, well, hey, look, if you look at the number of homes we're building in Southern California compared to how many people want to buy, yes, this is sustainable, these price gains, because there's such a demand for such a small amount of homes that yes, prices will continue to increase. And that's what we'll continue to see. Um, I think, you know, what I hear a little bit of too is that, you know, interest rates on mortgages are going up a little bit and the market's been so crazy for more than a year that it's possible that things might slow down later in the year, but prices will continue to go up instead of seeing like, say, 15% gain year over year, it might slow down to something more, I don't know, manageable in sort of a weird universe, down to maybe 6%, something like that. But, you know, housing predictions are real tough to do, and they've been all over the map throughout the pandemic. So I almost don't feel that great about even giving a prediction. But just in general, keep in mind that a lot of economists are just expecting the price appreciation to at least slow a bit. You had another story, more good news. Rental prices are also going up uh, 5%. You know, I guess since the you know start of the pandemic, we weren't seeing that much, uh, that much of an increase, but they are going up. Are they continue or are they expected to continue to rise in a similar fashion to, to home prices? 
you know, probably at least until the end of the summer. So San Diego County is unique in that it passed an eviction ban that's going to go beyond what the state is having. So the state has a ban right now that says you can't evict anyone if they've had some sort of income loss to COVID due to COVID-19. And it's not that hard to prove, um, even if you wanted to fake it. So right now, you can't really kick people out of their apartments uh, if they're not paying rent. And San Diego County has extended that to about the middle of August, probably. So because of that, there's going to be a lot of people in their apartments that aren't going anywhere. And that makes the vacancy rate of apartments go real low. So whereas maybe if someone was having financial difficulties in the past, they would have just moved out, not renewed their lease. Now they're staying. So what a lot of the issue is, is a really tough competition, even for rental housing, just because there's only, say, in a given apartment complex, one or two spots open. Because, you know, if you could stay there and not pay and you're protected, you know, why go anywhere? Sure. I don't know if you've been following this, but do you know if there's any recourse for landlords and, and property owners? We had somebody write for the opinion section recently. Um, it was, you know, the premise was pretty strong. It's like he said something like the county is making landowners into de facto welfare providers. So for those landlords that are unable to uh, evict tenants, are they going to get their, their money at any point? Well, that, that actually brings up an interesting point. So most of San Diego County has some sort of, every community has some sort of rent relief program. And that's because the state got a ton of federal money and then said, hey, you guys need to use this for rent relief. So how, it depends on a given day who you talk to about this, but there's some belief now that maybe the back rent crisis we've been talking about isn't as bad as everyone thinks because all of these programs are having a lot of difficulty getting people to apply, leaving millions and millions of dollars on the table. So that either means they don't know about the program yet, which is sort of strange because they're spending millions of dollars just on outreach, or maybe the back rent problem isn't bad enough. But the way the money is spent there if a landlord is willing to forgive 20% of what the renter owes, then they get 80% of that money back. So uh, they should be able to get it. You know, most landlords are cool with that, uh, especially the big institutional ones. But if you, it depends on who you talk to. Some people are sort of mad that they can't get the full 100%. So there's, it's tough because the way California law works is, you have to take that renter now to small claims court to try and get that and you have to pay for lawyer fees and then there's time. I mean, it might be prudent for a landlord, you know, if they are able to uh, say the person owes like $20,000. Well, in that case, yeah, you, you probably take them to small claims, but if you're unable to get say $600 off somebody, is it really worth it to get a lawyer and go through all that? Probably not. So I understand where landlords are coming from. Um, they aren't really getting as much relief or political support as say the renters are, if you wanted to look at it a big sort of macro view. So um, yeah, they probably got a reason to be frustrated. And I've heard a lot of that frustration. You can find Phil's stories online at SanDiegoUnionTribune.com. And please tune in tomorrow. We're going to talk to a Navy pilot who saw UFOs off the coast of San Diego in 2004. 
I'm Christy Totten, host of the San Diego News Fix. Thanks for listening.